0: You're listening to the Partisan Coms Podcast. There is a signal broadcast every second of every day through our television sets. All right, welcome to episode one of the podcast. I'm Terrence, and today I'm joined by YouTube content creator Daddy Rabbit, also known as Prepper Rabbit. Rabbit, thanks for doing the podcast. I know we already talked quite a bit, but uh, it's cool that we have a chance to do this.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I'm tickled. Uh, you'll be the second podcast uh, I've done with uh, a, pre- a prepper. I've done one with Geordie Prepper out of the UK. I've done it four or five times. So this is kind of an old hat for me now.
0: Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, he, uh, what's his called? It's uh, Prepper's Perspective, right?
1: Yeah, I believe so, yes.
0: Yeah, I was kind of, I was checking that out recently because I wanted to kind of do my research and uh, ask you some decent questions for this. I I know we, like I said, we already kind of talk, but um, for people that don't know you and don't know your channel, I wanted to kind of touch on some uh, topics that they may not know about you. But your channel is called Daddy Rabbit 411 right? Correct. And... For people that don't know your channel, can you kind of just give us a little description about it? What kind of content do you do? And if there's any other social media platforms where people can find you?
1: Well, I started out as Prepper Rabbit, and then it got uh, the word Prepper got to be uh, a dirty word on YouTube because uh, YouTube went after the preppers. And so I changed it to Daddy Rabbit. And then uh, my content, I, you know, I, I used to do all – I'd share all kinds of knowledge, you know, and uh how to do this or how to do that. And then I done it so long, and I'll be honest, y'all, I, uh, I got burnt out. I, I just – I got burnt out on it, and so I stopped doing videos. And now basically I talk about things that affect people 40-plus. If you're 40 and over, you, you can appreciate whatever I'm gripping about. Right. And And I, and I, a lot of the, you have to understand, I got a unique channel. A lot of my subscribers, just like you, and, and, uh, we were talking earlier, um, we kind of know each other. We talk on the phone, and, and, and I've got a lot of subs that I, that I have become friends with and we talk. And so I really just talk about a lot of current things that, you know, a while back, I I was speaking about, um, Snapchat. And I guess this will kind of make me old is I I didn't know really what Snapchat was and what it was used for. And then after I found out what it was and what it was used for, I did two or three videos talking about how bad it was. Right. So, you know, I talk about some prepping stuff, but usually I just talk about things that affect us every day, to be honest.
0: Yeah. The Snapchat thing. I mean, I've got a kid and you know, that's definitely something that, you know, I had to make sure that didn't get out of hand. Because I mean, man, social media with these kids today—it's it's terrifying. I mean, I didn't have that stuff coming up. I, I, you know, you didn't either. But I mean, it's really difficult to be able to kind of get a handle on that and make sure that you know your kids are safe, you know, online. But a minute ago, you kind of mentioned. Um, you know, prepping is kind of a dirty word, or it became a dirty word on YouTube. Uh, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, so when I started out, when, and, and so let me let me just go ahead and say this for the people uh, that are going to hear this, we actually know each other. Yes, right. I mean, we talk we talk on a regular basis, and we talk about all kinds of things. Um. When my channel started out, just like a lot of people when they start their channel, you might have three subscribers, and then you'll have four, and then you'll wake up and you'll have 200, Right. and then you wake up and you have 600. And, and you start seeing it grow, and then YouTube starts looking at you, and they will stifle who sees your content. And I have been, and we've both discussed this. You would think by now I'd have a couple hundred thousand subs. I've, I've been on YouTube I think about 12 years and they will not let my channel grow. They will not. So that's the reason originally I changed my name and I thought, well, maybe they'll leave me alone. Yeah, but did the, bre- the...
0: did the rebranding even work?
1: Uh No, but it, it, it makes me less paranoid. And so I stay where I am. There, there's a meaning behind the daddy rabbit thing and and if you know me if you know me well you know what it is i don't uh publicize it but it, it, there's a meaning to it and then if, if you're old enough you know what the 411 is and if you're not old enough go ask your mom and dad and so right. <laughs> uh and so that's kind of a joke for older people you know uh but no it didn't help I, once they got your ip address you're screwed. Uh, I guess if I went and started doing, I hate to put it like this, but if I started doing liberal content, they would leave me alone. They would start promoting me again. I don't do liberal content because I'm not liberal. I'm ultra conservative, Southern Baptist. I live in Tennessee. So, you know, i born and raised uh, a certain way, and and I'm not afraid to share my opinions. If if somebody wants to go down that road, I'll go with them. Right. Uh, but I, I, but I pretty much, you know, w- why talk about it? It's just who I am and how I was raised. Everybody today, uh, he, them, they, you know, I, I, you know what? So when I go look for my pronouns, I can't find rabbit anywhere. It's just it's not an option. I can be a chair, <laughs> but I, I can't be a rabbit. Right. So, um, yeah, that's about it, really.
0: So, what even attracted you to prepping? You know, what inspired you to want to create content around this subject and put it on YouTube?
1: Southern Prepper One. And uh, he is the prepper's prepper. I've, I've met uh, David, and uh, he's a good man. He's a combat vet. Uh, honest to goodness, I, I you know, everybody. If you talk to me long enough, I'm sure you can find something about me you don't like or whatever, and that's cool. I have yet to find anything about um, Southern Prepper One that I don't like. He's a he's a stand-up guy, and uh, I used to contact him on a regular basis and say, hey, why don't you do a video on this or right. do a video on that? And he, asked, he said to me one day, he said, uh, why don't you start doing videos? And at that time, um, my phone wouldn't record and go to the internet. Cause they're mostly everybody uses their telephone. And when I finally got a phone that had enough technology, I started and I kind of modeled my channel after his in a way. Like I know he doesn't read a script. There's YouTubers that script their stuff. I can't do that. I cannot read and talk. I, I can do good to walk with bubble gum. So um, whatever I do, whatever content I do, that's just, you're getting raw. It, it, it I don't edit i I don't edit at all uh whatever comes out of my mouth if it's if it's after I go back and watch it if it's horrible I'll delete it and redo it right uh, because it's and I and I am blatantly honest and that's my fault that uh, I just don't I try to church things up the best I can a lot of times so when I first started my channel uh very g-rated, and I talked to uh, another YouTuber, James Yeager. Uh God rest his soul. He's no longer with us. Um, and, he, and like he said, you know, if they don't like your content, F them. <laughs> and, and I thought about it, and I thought, yeah. That's hard much. to but do if
0: uh, you're starting out, though, and you've only got, like, two or three subscribers, though.
1: Well, well I had at that time probably six, seven hundred and I, when I decided I wasn't gonna be a choir boy anymore, because my, and I, and we talked about this. My favorite word is the F word. I, it's just who I am. It, uh, listen, anybody that's, if you talk to me in real life or I'm online, I'm the same person. There, I don't pull any punches. Now I'm not, you know, if I'm talking to somebody, I'm not gonna go out of out of my way to hurt their feelings I, I'll, I'll just shut up right. my mom always said you don't have any diplomacy so just be quiet and I don't have any diplomacy about me and it's not that I'm mean it's just I don't have any and I and even when I try to be diplomatic I suck at it so I just shut up <laughs> so uh, to- talking with Southern Prepper 1 and talking with Jaeger uh, neither one of them uh, edited they just didn't do it. And, and I'm not an, you know, uh, you talk to me enough, you know, I don't have the capability to edit. I, I'm just, that's that's light years past me. And so I turn the camera on and I, I you know, I do my intro and I'm going to talk to you about whatever. And I when I do videos, I, it's like I'm talking to somebody, I you know, right. like I'm talking to you or Joe Bob or whoever. And it just, what whatever flows out of me is what you get
0: those are i think oftentimes the best videos um i know like for some of the stuff that i do i do a lot of you know kind of dry radio stuff but um i pretty much just bullet point what i want to talk about because i i can't really sit there on the fly and just you know bs like you know you do in your videos so (laughs) it's a little bit different uh for me but um you know i think
1: that has a lot to do with your job and, and the things you do for a living. Uh, I know yeah,
0: I, I do intentionally. You know, I don't do anything controversial or anything like that. I mean, to be honest with you, this is probably the most controversial thing I'm I'm doing is this podcast with you. So, because um, I usually don't talk about a lot of these subjects, you know, on on my channel. I know you do. Um, oh yeah. But I know your professional background is armed security. And, you know, you did that for a lot of years. And I kind of dabbled in it a little bit myself um, many moons ago. But did that experience, did it help you in any way when you started out in, you know, general preparedness?
1: Well, when it came to firearms or, well, even food. uh, Because, like, okay, like when I'd go buy ammo, I'd buy it 1,000 rounds at a time. Uh, which would be considered buying in bulk. And you realize uh when you get like ammo, I know you know this, if you get a thousand rounds, they only charge you tax on a thousand rounds. If you buy it by the box, you gotta pay tax every time for every box. Right. And and tax alone will break you if you're buying like that. So when I started buying food, for example, uh I will give you a good example. My ex-wife uh and I used to be married. Uh that's why I have an ex-wife. <laughs> but, uh, she'd say, well, when, when you go to the store, won't you just buy three or four cans of soup? And I'd say, well, because the time I have to, it takes to go to the store, uh, it'll be one price. And then I'll go back whenever, and it'll be a different price. So I would rather uh, take the hit one time. Right. And so like, uh see, I like vegetable, beef, tomato, and bean and bacon, Campbell's soup. I'll go buy six cases or ten cases or whatever and does it hurt your feelings? Kinda but the next time I go back and it raises in price I only had to take that hit one time so and when you say armed security I had a company and so uh, I was used to dealing with stuff in bulk you know ammo whatever and so uh, to me when I transitioned into prepping, now the prepping is a learning curve. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Everybody says, "Oh, I'll go buy military surplus." Not necessarily, right? Because you know, military surplus is made by the cheapest contractor, and a lot of times you can buy something you think you're getting a really good deal, and you're buying trash. So I, I had to. I mean, I was in the curve with everybody else. i bought stuff, and after a while, I realized it was junk and throw it away. But um, I mean, it helped me in the aspect of, of purchasing, and uh, not having to listen to somebody about who's who's got the best firearm. And I've heard some people talk about some trash that I wouldn't. Um, what's the worst gun in America? What's the handgun? We talk about it all the time. Oh, uh, High Point. That. It's a piece of trash. And uh, hey, there's some people that get, like the
0: uh, the carbines. But...
1: Yeah, I've heard that, but, I, but a pistol, uh, no. And, you know, if you have a high point, give it to somebody you don't like, you know. Uh, same with, so like when uh, I'd buy magazines for the guns, I, instead of going to the, like, I, I'm a Glock guy. Instead of going to the store and buying a 30 round mag, a lot of times you go and talk to a gun dealer and you can get them for 26 if you buy X amount, and I'd buy X amount. And same with AR mags and I've got more than the average bear.
0: I mean, in defensive high point though, like, I mean, it, yeah. But it, it, if that's all you can afford.
1: Save your money and buy something else. I'm, I get it. And, and and I'm with you most of the time Buy what you can afford, but save your money because when you rack it, it um, uh, rack around in, and in, 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 we're talking about your life, uh, they're, they're not reliable. I've known many people to have them, and they pull the trigger, and all they would do is go click. So save your money and buy something else. But buy, you'd be better off, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, it's worth two cents, is that I would rather you go buy you a semi-automatic 22 is to go buy a high point nine millimeter.
0: Yeah, and, I mean... Look, I mean, with, with the, the high points, I mean, I get the argument about reliability and stuff like that. And, um, you know, if it were me, I'd rather buy something a little bit nicer, you know, and save my money. I get that point as well. Um, but, you know, I mean, people make the same exact argument with all sorts of gear. You know, they talk about radios that way. Everyone says that, you know, the Bowfing UV five R is junk, don't buy it. You're wasting your money. Um, but I mean, there's people that are, out there on a really extreme budget and
1: that's the sure. best
0: that they could do and that's well, for what the they're money, doing until they move up
1: well to, for the you're not, we're not going to argue about this one for the money you're going to spend on a high point go buy a 22 rifle you know well, let me ask you let me ask you this do you own a high point
0: i don't and i'm not shilling exactly. for them
1: <laughs> well I mean but I what, what is your, what wait what, what was your first uh uh firearm a handgun carry gun what was your first
0: oh uh a Taurus uh huh
1: okay. but I mean people what, what?
0: people talk trash about those too I mean I'm I'm the same as you are a Glock guy as well I have a uh, Glock 19 that I carry but... Yeah
1: but okay well I'm I'm busting your balls cuz I know you uh what uh, what else do you have Cause I'm, getting, I'm i I'm gonna back you into a corner right now. What else you have? Cause you, you got some stuff I can't afford. What else
0: do I have in terms of what, like stuff that I carry or just mess around with and go plinking?
1: Well, I, well, I know you got a box full of something that I can't afford. I mean, you, you, got some nice stuff.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think my stuff's really that nice. I have like just some mid grade stuff that you know costs around you know four or five hundred bucks. But you know, I'm not. You
1: don't have a say.
0: I'm not like that. I I do have a Sig, yeah.
1: yeah. And that's a four or five hundred dollar handgun.
0: Uh, the on what planet the P320 is? That's like five hundred bucks.
1: Uh, I guess I'll have to go look it up because I ain't seen a Sig yet that's five hundred bucks.
0: And there's a, uh, I think I. Could be getting this wrong. I think it's like a P two twenty or something like that that's around the same price. They they have some that are around the same price point as like a Glock nineteen or what have you, but um but no I, I mean I'm not running around with like a Wilson Combat forty five oh, no. that's like thirty five hundred bucks or something. I can't afford that.
1: Well I'm I'm holding out for a, a sugar mama because I want a staccato.
0: Well you're gonna need one then. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly uh, the guy, the guy in town, and I'm gonna give him a plug. It's called Marksman, um, and his, well, his, uh, his nickname's Brick, but uh, he he has a staccato. And every time I go into his uh, shooting range, I sit in the corner and lust over his handgun because it, it's bad. Where is this? I
0: mean, is this he, in like Knoxville, or where's uh, that? No,
1: he's in, he's he's in Crossville, Tennessee, and uh, he has an indoor range and an outdoor range. And I guess you could say he's a, it's a gun store, but really it's a, it's not a gun store. He sells training. And uh, he's a former Green Beret and Ranger, and uh, he's a bad man. And uh, I think you mentioned know, him
0: mean, on your I, channel a couple times, right?
1: I have. I have. And I only hang out with the top-A personality people because, you know, we're, we're odd. And so— You are. Uh, I, in yeah, fact, yeah.
0: I made a special uh, little sound effect just for you. Would you like to hear it? I'd love all right to. here it goes
1: well bless your heart
0: that that's just for you dude
1: well and if you're from the south you know that's not a compliment
0: <laughs> well it depends on how you say it i guess but i guess either it way it's, on who, yeah
1: it depends on who says and who they're talking to and what you're talking about but as a rule it's, it's not <laughs> a rule. The, the only thing worse than that and Southern slang is, well, bless your pee-picking heart, and then you know you just got cussed. I thought
0: you would like it because the, uh the twang in the voice.
1: Oh, no. We don't talk like that here. Uh, actually, and I do. I, I mean, I have a Southern draw, there's no doubt. But if you want to hear a Southern draw, you need to talk to somebody from Kentucky. They're more Southern than we are. Like, I, I'll go to Kentucky to look at people and they talk.
0: I don't think I've talked like, to anyone from Kentucky, knowingly
1: uh if they real a real kentuckian uh yeah you can hear it and and like for me they're north of us so i'll stand and look at them like you know like that's real southern southern slang and and people from the south we talk slower until you and get I down to
0: louisiana that if if us, you're not re- if you're not ready
1: yeah it's different
0: that could be hard to hard to navigate
1: yeah it is and uh well you know we have our own words oh well, I think anywhere in the country people have their own words but um it's uh when you when, when you're further south than somebody else and they talk more southern than you uh, it, it'll it'll stop you dead in your track you know and you think well my lord where'd you come from yeah. you know but uh, uh well get on with it or we'll end up talking about southern people all night
0: well one of the questions that I was going to ask you and this is just kind of really an observation and and I notice a lot of other content creators kind of bring this up you know we'll bring it up occasionally but you know there really seems to be no shortage of uh, prepping channels giving advice on you know pretty much everything from get home bags to preparing for every kind of event imaginable and Some of the content out there, it really seems like over the top fear porn. And yet it It seems to be really popular. Why do you think those channels attract such a large audience?
1: Oh, I can tell you exactly why. People like to be scared. Why do people get on. uh, You think it's just that simple? Oh, yeah. Well, they don't realize it, but it is. People get on roller coasters, get the pee scared out of them. So people gravitate to that. There is, I'm not. I'm not going to say the guy's name because I don't want to give him uh, any props, but he, he's in a country North of us and he's a prepper. And he talks about how people in the United States feel. And I think how in the world would you know, you you live in a place where, you know, it's like living in the UK where, you know, you're limited to what you can own and all this. And, and I, I've seen some of his content and he sells stuff. He's got a, a YouTube store or whatever the hell, uh, how people sell their stuff and uh he's he puts out fear porn and the seller's content and i think that's absolute trash and i, I watch channels that that, that I'll, I'll give you an example i'm not gonna use the guy's name because i haven't asked for his permission uh and i used to talk to him on a regular basis he's got a channel he i think he's pushing a hundred thousand subs and he was talking about uh, Yellowstone and earthquakes and uh, doing a volcanic report worldwide and he said to me as long as my subscribers want to see it or hear it I'm going to keep doing it because that's how he makes his money he quit his job
0: is his like is his shtick
1: I'm not going to say
0: if you're pouring to like, well, no, I'm not asking for his name. I'm just, um, is he selling products or is he selling like ad revenue?
1: Content. He sells content. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I, I, listen, he, for people that don't know to do YouTube as a business, they look at you in 10 minute segments. So you got to have your intro, your, your general, bs that you put out every day and it's not bs don't get me wrong but you, you got to have 10 minutes so you're going to talk about your livestock you're going to talk about your soul power you're going to talk about whatever it is that everybody sees every day if you've got dogs kittens ducks you're, you're the first 10 minutes is fluff you're getting through the first 10 minutes right you get something for that and then the next 10 minutes uh <clears throat> You're giving your content now for people, and and bless your heart, <laughs> if you think this, uh I can do a video. I can say everything I want in about eleven minutes thirty seconds, right? And and then so if I'm trying to do twenty minutes, then you get nine minutes of fluff, and it's I struggle to do that. I do some people, okay. The difference in talking, the way I talk and the way you talk, I I'd almost bet you could do nine minutes. Because you you plan out everything. I can't. Whatever like us talking, I don't know from one second to the next, depending on what you ask me, what I'm gonna say to you. Right. Uh I can't do it. And I've tried. And see to me and and I understand and I'm not bashing on you, but this is just how I see things. When a lot of people uh <clears throat> script well you have different content. You're talking about radios and frequencies, and 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 so that that's all legit. But when the majority of us, if you script it out, I don't believe what you're telling me because it's like watching the news, right? And so if you're scripting something, it's 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 horseshit. Excuse my French, and um, I don't like. Well, okay. Wrangler Star, I know he he uses. I think he scripts a lot of his stuff, but he's he's using eight cameras and different. Now he he's got almost like a TV show. So I is he using a script probably, uh, or he knows what he's going to say and, and then he chops it up and he adds it all together and he's got good content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but a lot of guys when they script what they're doing, I don't I don't believe what they're saying. So I, if you're watching my content. You get exactly what's in my brain. If I screw up on a video, you know it. And and you and I've well, done i Well, I mean,
0: life. are you I, are you going for entertainment value or is I think you've mentioned this to me before that YouTube is almost kind of therapy for you?
1: It is. And as far as entertainment, I could care less. You like my content, great. You don't like my content, great. I don't care either way. And so I'll give you a good example. I had a job uh, where I had to take a sock. And <laughs> and if anybody's ever taken a sock test...
0: That poor doctor you knows to quit.
1: Uh, I don't know who it was, yeah. But, uh, you know, they ask you, like, 12 questions 30 different ways. And one of the questions basically were, do you care if people like you? And I don't give a shit one way or the other. I really don't. If you like me, cool. If you don't, cool. I, d- I don't care. I quit caring years ago. You know, I know people. Well, my ex-wife is; she's a super professional person, ultra smart. God, she's smart. I don't know how she married me, but yeah. But
0: don't you get a little bit of an endorphin rush when people like your content and give you a thumbs up and interact and comment?
1: Well, I, I enjoy the interaction because if you're interacting, then I, I, my mama always, my mama, my mama always said I could talk to a fence post, and I can. And and you and and so now, you're leading me because we talk enough. I know, but if and then my biggest complaint is uh, audience participation, and when the audience participates, it, it it makes it easier for me. If they're not going to participate, and all they want to do is sit and listen to me talk, I get over it really quick. I'll shut it off. Right. I'm done. Uh, it's hard to talk. I can talk for 30 minutes by myself. No problem. 45. I'm struggling at an hour. I'm pissed. I get it. You're enjoying the content, but if you're not giving me, if you're not feeding me, it's hard for me to keep going and keep going and keep going. And I can't, I get bored. So do I, do I care? No, I could care less. Now, if you are a hot blonde, yeah, I'd probably care, but you're not. We both know that you're not a hot blonde. So I, yeah, I don't care. I really don't. I really don't care one way or the other.
0: well, I mean, I get what you're saying and and also with the whole YouTube game it's kind of it's kind of easy to get discouraged, I think. I mean, oh, it is you know you're competing with you know a lot of other channels that are a lot more well established than you know you might be, you know, if you're starting out especially and um, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of people also that just troll channels just for the Oh yeah. it. It, it, it. Some of them, no, it, it seems it's, it's like, it's they horrible. well, they don't even like watch the videos. They'll just make no. comments that have like nothing to do with the content.
1: Well, I, I'll tell you this. Um, first off, if you're going to do a rifle video or you're going to talk about a widget, it's already been done. And the reason, but it, When you first start out, you're like, well, I don't want to do a video on that. I've already seen 10 videos of that, but people gravitate towards your personality. And, and I've told you that many times, there'll be people like you just for you. And they'll watch your content. Sure. Uh, The, the big thing. Like with trolls, I got lucky. So I've got a buddy that's a FBI agent. And so. Uh, I was talking about, I, I was having prob- problems with trolls and he's like, look, I'm on to, and he, till today, he still watches my channel. He says, there's, there's certain laws that has to do with the internet and, all, and I don't understand it, but he said, I had a troll or a couple trolls pushing the limit. And he said, let them do it. And he says, as soon as it cross over the line, then I will officially do my job. I said, okay. Now, as a content creator, <clears throat> that makes me happy because I know when they step over the line, the Fed's coming at you. Man, can you imagine the FBI hitting you because you're a butthole? Oh Lord! And he said, y- you'll prosecute. I said, oh yeah, I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. And, yeah, if you're going to put hang, hang it on them, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, there's some people out there that take it way too far they start like threatening you and over nothing you know and and that that's always seemed kind of strange to me because uh you know the amount of people out there that will actually uh get kind of crazy with you
1: well i said and of course i don't shoot videos anymore i just do live feeds and i'll tell you why i do live feeds in a minute but uh i said in a live feed look I already know who two of my trolls are. I know exa- I know who they are. I know their names. I know where they live because of my boy. And I said, if you, can, if you keep on, I'm going to let him do his job. They stopped. And it, I'm... Some trolling, it doesn't bother me. I could care less. I really could care less. But when you start doing things that irritate my subscribers, I kind of take that personally. So... I told him, I said, Yeah, man, as soon as they step over the line, I'll sign whatever you need me to sign, and you can hammer their eyeballs closed. Wear it out. Because to me, if you know, everybody talks about you sitting in your mama's basement in your underwear eating Cheetos. I kind of then then yeah, it, it's irritating. But the internet's set up so you can be a coward and, and do stuff. And this I've always said this. If you had to stand in my driveway, and say whatever it is you're going to say online, you're not going to say it in my driveway because we all know there would be repercussions to be dealt with right then and there. So, and and I got to be careful how I say that, but uh, not many people, not many people are going to say something to you in your driveway that they would say to you online. Now, like if me personally, if I got if you've done content or did something that really ruffles my feathers, I'll say, "Hey, what's your email address?" and I'll send you an email. I will. I'll tell you exactly what I think. And if I need to stand in your driveway, I don't have a problem with it. But I'm not going to be a keyboard warrior and blast you because YouTube and a lot of platforms—it'll <clears throat> snowball. And and what, whatever I whatever whatever you said that offended me is not worth you getting dogpiled. And I listen, I blasted um, a vlogger that rode a motorcycle uh, years ago and he was putting out some trash and I told him but I didn't, I didn't realize I could even, I mean, it never occurred to me to email the guy or whatever. And I said it and I got dogpiled. And when I mean dogpiled, I had like 20,000 people turn and just come right at me and I I told the guy, I said, if this is how you handle your affairs. You're a sad little man. And he stopped it. I, said, uh, I think after he read my comment, uh, he he uh, he contacted me, and we talked about it. And he basically told me, he said, look, dude, it's my content. You don't like it. Beat bricks. I said, well, I'll just beat bricks. And I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but if you're dealing with a large channel, They'd be like you coming after me. Uh, I have twice or three times as many subs as you do. If you came and made a comment and pissed off my subscribers, well, they'd bury you. And I wouldn't have to say anything because if you get enough thumbs down or whatever, uh, it will screw up your your algorithm's really bad. So people people tend that that do this they they tend to keep their mouth shut unless you like I can call you call you or you can call me and i can tell you whatever that's one thing but yeah you get up there well a lot and, of the culture
0: online seems to be really, toxic, really anyway. toxic anyway
1: it is and it kills a lot of channels because i've seen some people with really good content and mm-hmm. then they get scared uh, somebody will say something or act ugly and uh they kind of back off and that's the worst thing you can do you know it's really you never just do, don't let a bully win
0: yeah i don't know some of the um content online just seems kind of toxic anymore and it's unfortunate because you know you've got a lot of uh you know youtube channels that claim that they're putting out information for uh you know their subscribers and trying to inform them but it just ends up you know ending up into some kind of like situation where they're trying to sell products and scare you and tell you that you need to buy their latest gadgets so you can survive the next, you know, terrible Black Swan event?
1: It, it truly, um, see, when I started, there wasn't a whole lot of that. right? And if there was, you, you didn't realize that's what you were watching because nobody did that. But like I say, people like to be scared. That's why people feed into the propaganda that gets pumped onto the television. I, I I say this, and people don't believe me. I do not watch television. I've got a TV. I've, I have I think I've turned it on once to see if it worked. I, I, I haven't watched television in about 14 years. Now, let me back up and say this. I watched Sunday of Anarchy, and I watched uh, The Sopranos. And then when it would go off, I'd turn it off. I mean, literally, I say my on my content. I don't watch the news. I don't watch local news. I don't watch. I don't, because it's all propaganda these days, and so I don't waste my time. Because used to, you knew if you turned the TV on, you, I mean, they're gonna tell you what they want to tell you, but it wasn't it wasn't so much propaganda. Right. Uh, now, uh, I've got a, two or three uh, news feeds I watch, and if if it comes across my phone and I, I feel like watching, I watch. If not, I don't know what's going on in the world most of the time because I don't care. And I'm gonna tell you why. It's above my pay grade. I can't do anything about it. Nothing. I'm not gonna worry about it. If you wanna sit and worry yourself sick, go ahead. Me, I could care less. Then when they when they, if they start parachuting out of the sky or they start, you know, they get to my town, I'll throw down uh but until then okay we were talking before this started we were talking i'm, I'm not going to get into it but we we're talking about israel and the u.s no. and china all that ain't nothing i can do about that you can call your congressman all you want it's going to be what it's going to be so it's over there and it's not here i don't watch it because all it will do is make you crazy And they keep talking about nuclear war and all that. What they nuke. Oh, well, they're going to nuke. I can't get away from it. But I can prep and prepare for what affects me directly. Right. And outside of that, I I don't sweat it. I don't. It's not worth it.
0: Do you think the uh, trend will continue where... uh... People keep paying attention to the fear porn content, or do you think that'll eventually go away?
1: No, because people are people are sheep, and uh, and the sheep, the herd believes what they're told. Now, me, I'm gonna give you my opinion, and you'll either agree with it, disagree with it, or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. But everybody keeps saying to me, "Well, what do you think this is?" And I've said for the last four or five years. Agenda 21, Agenda 21. Either you know what that is, you don't. If you don't, go Google it. I'm not getting into that discussion. That's a whole rabbit hole by itself. But when you want to thin out the population, used to, we would just go to war. Because uh, war, we didn't have technology like we do today. Uh, They couldn't shoot a missile into your window and get you. So Mm -hmm. everybody would go to war. You You thin the population. The economy would boom. And you'd start over. Well, how do you how do you thin the population out? You got to have a, an honest to god world war. Uh, we you know w- we go to Iraq, Afghanistan. We well, we lost two thousand soldiers overall. And you look at D Day. See that we don't you you don't lose that many people. And put, people say, well, the government wouldn't do that. Are you you're out of your mind if you believe that the government will do what they want because they're looking at uh, yeah, you might lose all those taxpayers, but you're going to make more money in the the military gearing up, all the industry and all, all the tax money and all that. Uh, so uh, the government has been saying, well, oh my gosh, I don't want to get into this. Uh, Henry Kissinger and two other scientists, if you don't know who Henry Kissinger is, go look him up, part of the U.S. government. In 1973, <coughs> was uh, in an interview and they said by now, 2023, 2024, we would start having more people than resources we needed to thin the population. Well, they want to get the world population down to 500 million. That means a whole lot of people got to leave. So how do you do that? Disease or war? Well, and now That
0: kind of segues into another question I had for you was, I've noticed that you know, everyone in the, I guess if you want to call it a community or what have you, but uh, everyone that's a prepper in the prepper community, they, they have certain events or maybe even a, a handful that they tend to focus on and yeah. they specifically prepare for. Is there yeah. one that you feel strongly that will happen?
1: No, not really. Do I think eventually we'll have boots on the ground here? Yeah, but uh, when our economy collapses, and it will collapse, uh, we will have some type of skirmish here. Everybody keeps talking about us against the government, and and that probably, in a sense, will happen. Uh, Whoever's left after all that, China or somebody might come over here and try to take it they might but the problem is now we got a lot of chest beaters people like to talk trash and, and, and I didn't serve and I'm very proud of the people who did serve in our military but you, you have a lot of vets that get on social media now they want to beat their chest to talk about what they're going to do and I ain't seen one of them yet do anything so I don't put a lot of stock in that but
0: well, it's Anybody not their responsibility them. to necessarily do anything either, though. I mean,
1: well, it's not, but don't get on social media and talk trash and then don't do anything. You know, if you're going to talk it, walk it. If you're not, then be quiet. That's how I see it. That, but that's everybody. Uh, the problem with anybody coming here, we have the largest standing army in the world. That's the American population. We have more guns than any standing army in the world. We have more ammunition than any standing army in the world. So any, anybody comes here, well, well, they have to be willing to lose the majority of their armed forces to come here because of the sure firepower. And I, the people up north uh, don't have. I'm sorry, they just don't have the firepower we got. I mean what I, I read an FBI stat um, I don't know, several years ago, if a person has one firearm, they have at least 11. 11. I know people that have more than 11. Truckloads. Um, right. And then being in the South, everybody's got deer rifles, pistols, and America's favorite weapon. And know in you know, and, and gra- you know when, when you're talking about somebody's grandma and grandpa and cousin Billy and I mean they're and you know here you don't think nothing about it but they're armed to the teeth and so when parachutes come out of the sky or whatever and I use that the red dawn scenario it's gonna be a bloodbath and it absolutely will be because down south we are we're very patriotic just that's how we're raised uh if we feel threatened yeah i mean it'll be it'll be it'll be it'll be horrible is what it'll be but people down here are are chomping at it they want it
0: one Um, of the things that i've noticed about i don't know our culture you know in terms of prepping is it used to be considered kind of i don't know maybe not taboo but uh, it was mocked to a certain extent. Why, sure. Why do you think it's become more mainstream? Because it definitely has in the last well,
1: probably decade. Of death, well, and like scared. you
0: you mentioned Southern Prepper 1, and uh, what the hell was that show that he was on? Was it National Geographic?
1: It, oh, it was a Prepper uh, show, right? Doomsday Preppers. He That's it. Season one, uh, epi- season 1, episode 1. He and scott hunt but and like scott hunt,
0: that was a that was several years ago though and i think oh, even sure. back then people were kind of making fun of that stuff
1: they were but the people that were on there uh scott hunt i was talking about him uh he's made a fortune from it he is if you look on youtube he is engineer 775 he is an off-grid contractor and he's made a killing but he, I mean, he's got a good service. If you want solar, if you want whatever you want, you call that guy, and he's got a crew. They'll come to your house and they'll do whatever you want done. Uh, another YouTuber, Seven Trumpets Prepper, yeah, Seven Trumpets Prepper, uh, and if you've seen his, when I say this, you'll know who I'm talking about. Uh, he's a flat earther. Uh, he he lives in Tennessee. He does two, uh, three or four counties from me. He's an off-grid contractor. They so Southern Prepper One, Engineer Seven Seven Five, Seven Trumpets Prepper were all uh, in a scenario uh, on Doomsday Preppers. Now, so the people that don't know, and the majority don't know, when they say, "Oh, so and so believes uh, Florida's going to go underwater," so and so didn't believe that. Th- that the the show came up with that trash and to make everybody more interesting but and i had an opportunity to be on the show and i turned them down twice because they want to know what you own how much of it you own, where do you hide it well you're gonna put it on national tv and now the fed knows what you got and it's nobody's business what you own it's just it's not and so now if you're breaking the law yeah you ought to be locked up but uh Everybody, nobody needs to know that I've got twelve thousand rounds of this and five thousand rounds. It's you know, it's none of your business. And but they would ask, they want to ask you questions like that. And I, I really think, um, I hate to be a full hat-wearing person, but I, I thought when that started, I thought I wonder if the Fed's not behind that, so they can find out what a lot of people have. Because well, I, I,
0: I think it just kind of snowballed into something that it never really was. I mean. You know, growing up as a kid, like I lived in Oklahoma and we had tornadoes. And so prepping to me was always more practical. Like, you know, we had a storm. Yeah, well, we had a storm cellar and, you know, we would, uh, you know, can food and stuff like that. And, you know, we would you're basically preparing for the aftermath of the tornado if it happened to wipe out your neighborhood. And so that's what I always thought it was. And then, you know, over the you know years since, it's become a lot more, not radical, but you know, you've got a lot of people coming out of the woodwork that are, you know, preparing for some sort of like red Dawn scenario or something ridiculous like that, or, you know, just a a variety of different uh, scenarios. And I don't know, do you think it was better off as kind of like a, a fringe topic rather than becoming mainstream? Because Since it's become mainstream, it it seems like you said before when we started talking that, you know, prepper became
1: a dirty word. Yeah, well, you know, before preppers, there were survivalists. And and I can't, I'll just tell you right now, and and if I offend somebody, I'm sorry, but oh well, uh, survivalists are crazy as far as I'm concerned. Uh, They're anti, you know, anti-government, anti I mean, listen, I love my country. I'm not a fan of my government, but I love my country. Uh, Survivalists were anti-government, anti-people. They're they're the people that put razor wire around their house. They don't want anybody to come in. And, you know, at some point, like, really get a grip, dude, you know. Uh, But I, I think, like I say, people like to be scared. They enjoy it. They go to haunted houses. They watch scary movies, you know. You go on ghost hunts. People like to be scared. It's an adrenaline dump. And and it's an excuse for guys to to buy a new gun. It is. But uh, you know what kills me? uh, It's kind of off topic now. Sorry, but you you and me both, you're going to spend $1,000 on a rifle and and take it home and rub on it and love it. And and, and not think anything about it. I mean, you know you just spent a grand, but, hey, I got a new rifle. But well, you have to hide them.
0: it from your wife first, and then of tell course. her about it. Okay. Tell her about it later, right?
1: Yeah, you, you only paid two hundred for it. <laughs> Got a good and, deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, then God help you when you die, cause she's gonna sell it for what you told her you paid for it. Uh, but the problem is, people won't buy training. Right. And uh, medical training, or comms, or firearms training, and and I've said this so many times, men. Because they have testicles, think they know something, and they don't. I love, I love, I love women preppers. I do. Women preppers are the best. They actually listen and they want to learn. You try to talk like me, mean, we can talk, we can talk, but you're going to have your opinion, and I'm going to have mine, and neither one of us is going to change our mind. And but a woman will uh, will pay attention and we will go do research. I've taught more chicks how to shoot. I want if a guy says, "Hey," I say, "You you probably need to go find somebody." Right. And now, if a woman wants to learn, I'll I'll teach her. Um, I've taught several women how to shoot, and women. I just like tell you guys, women can outshoot you. They might not ooh and rod, jump up and down, and crawl through the mud and all that, but a woman can outshoot you. And I I taught a chick how to shoot, never shot before, and she would keyhole. And for y'all that don't know what keyhole means. You put a hole in the paper, and then you put the next round through that hole. That's called keyhole. I can't keyhole. I cannot. I, I can't. Now, I can kill you. Excuse me. I, theoretically, I could kill somebody. Uh, but uh, this chick was keyhole And I mean more than one round. And I
0: Some of them seem her, to I do mean, really well me. in the uh, three-gun oh, no. competitions. Maybe it's a multitasking thing. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. And I can't multitask. I do good to walk with you. Go. Uh but uh chicks will well what i'd always do is i'd say think of somebody you dislike usually be an ex-husband or ex-boyfriend and then they'd they'd be horrible i think man i hope she never i hope that guy never shows up you know uh guys all guys think they're john wayne or whoever and they're not and uh now, I've said, if, if you can teach a woman how to, how, how to have the killer instinct, <clears throat> if I was wealthy and needed bodyguards, it'd all be women. And I say that, but like, when, when I first started my channel, all my moderators were chicks. And you'd come into in our chat, and if you just even acted like you are going to get sideways, you'd be gone. I mean, there'd be people gone. I'd say, well, we're so-and-so. Oh, well, he said, and they, and, and I'd say, okay. I I I got to where I didn't ask. They they just took care of my room, uh, our chat, and I didn't ever worry about it. But 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 by the same token, women, unfortunately, I'm not going to say that because I'll just get crucified. But uh, uh, yeah, because I got ready to make a comment. And it's true, but I, you want your channel to be. I think
0: this now. mixer board might have a beep button, but I haven't used it yet. We'll see. So, if you were, uh, if you happen to come across someone, and you probably have, that was just starting out and prepping, what advice would you give them?
1: Depends on where you live. Depends on the people you live with. Now, see, now I'm a a different, I'm cut different than most people. If um, I've told people, if you're married to somebody that's not on board, go marry somebody else. And People say, Oh, I can't do that. Well, then die. I mean, it's to me, it's just it's clean cut. Uh, if you're married to somebody, I knew I met a girl off of my channel, her husband was anti and it it drove her crazy. And I said, If it's driving you crazy, then you need a new husband. And
0: that seems to be a little bit of an issue in relationships where like one person is a prepper and the other one's not really on board,
1: Or, or they mock you or whatever. And I'm thinking, then you don't need to be married to that person anyway.
0: Yeah. If you're with someone that mocks you, that's, that sucks. That's not right. But, uh,
1: so if they're, if they're, if they're not, now listen, let's, people get crazy, but okay, let's say we know November one, we're going to be, there's going to be boots on the ground here. We're going to war. Uh, I would jack my credit card up in a heartbeat because a, you're not going to be paying it back anyway, because we're going to be at war. And, uh, so I go, it's been some time ago, but I was talking to somebody that they were prepping and, but the husband wanted a new bass boat, which was, would wipe them out, you know, because bass boats are expensive. And I said, well, is it really important you to prep? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, divorce is cheaper than a bass boat.
0: There, and I'm being sincere. There's a channel, and I'm not going to say which one, because I, I don't want to start something can't, yeah, like you know, yeah. finish or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, there is a channel out there that uh, this one content creator in particular does tell people like, you know, go out and, you know, run up your credit card on, you know, storable food and all this stuff. And I just it makes me cringe because it's it's predatory. And it's like, I wonder how many people have gotten into a jam from taking that advice.
1: Well, you know, you can do that. You can. Um if you're willing to destroy your credit. I mean, all they can do is try to garnish your wages. That's really about it. Right. Uh and on one hand, I would agree. Jack that credit card up. If you can but see when you start prepping, it's a sickness. Because once you start, it's like eating the Pringles. You're not gonna stop to get to the bottom. Uh can you ever have too much? Yeah, sure. But most of us can't get there because we don't have we don't have the income. Um, I don't think there's a
0: situation I where I could justify going out and running oh, up yeah, my credit is. card. I mean, yeah, it, it, it'd have to be some kind of.
1: Oh, I, I can give you the I can give you the scenario right now. And, and All it's right feasible.
0: what would What would it be?
1: If the economy is going to tank. You know it, and I know it. We just don't know when they're going to pull the plug on it. So, yeah, but that—that that, I say, mean,
0: it, something like that could no. be like in your lifetime or something. But like,
1: oh, it's like, good. It's going to be in our lifetime. We both know that.
0: But it may we not be in the next, know, you know, it may not be in the we'll, next ten or twenty years.
1: Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, our our, our debt's twenty trillion. Yeah, son, it's it, they're going to pull the plug. It's just, and I, I don't know the date when they're going to pull it, but I can see it coming. I think anybody with any common sense can see it coming. They're gonna they're gonna run it to a point where, when they pull it, we're, we're not gonna come back from it. They're gonna they're going to, What kills me is the silent majority. Oh my God! How do I say that with well, us? getting kicked off the air? Um, the powers to be we know who I'm talking about uh, are anti everything we believe in. They want us to go to a social socialist regime. They want total power. Well, how do you do it? You crash the economy. Then you you got to... Most people will have to do what daddy tells them. Or they'll die. And they know it. Uh, the big thing is right now they're talking about building all these smart cities. It'll all be solar and it'll all be good. Uh, the government right now is moving to take away property ownership. They're going to take your property. Well, once they take your property... You'll do whatever daddy tells you to You'll have to or, or die. Uh, and they talk about how great these smart cities going to be. They're, you know, the ones that are building out in the desert because it gets the best sun and all that. Well, it, they call it a smart city because if they called it a concentration camp, you wouldn't want to go. Now, you can call me crazy if you want to. The, I don't care. Uh, but It's coming. It's coming. And like right now, if it happened, would I be screwed? Oh, so badly. I would be. I, You know, I've said in a lot of videos, you don't want to be a lone wolf. If you're a lone wolf, you're screwed. I'm screwed. Uh, but also, where I don't watch social media, you know, I don't watch the news and all that, and I think I'm a free thinker, uh, I, can, I can see it. I can see the train coming. It's coming down the tracks and, and I get what you're saying, but I, I would have to say you're wrong.
0: I might be. I uh, mean, and well, I come, are, I, I come across okay. a lot of people that um, like I said, there, there's a lot of people that have a lot of different ideas as to what they sure. think is, you know, going to happen mm-hmm. in the near future. But I mean, it, it's hard to, I guess I get cynical after a while because I've, I've heard a lot of uh, what people have to say about that, and it just sure. it wears you out.
1: Well, like me, I, both my parents came out of the Great Depression. They were kids, but I, you know, so I look at things one way. Like just like you, uh, my daddy was a tradesman, so the, the three coldest months out of the year, he didn't work. So we we always had food put by. We had, we had a freezer full. Right. I mean, uh, we'd pack that freezer to where uh, they'd make me sit on the top so we could squish everything down in it, you know? And uh, we yeah. never ran out of it. I mean, my we parents, they
0: managed. they picked up that kind of, I guess, mentality from their parents who had to survive the yeah. Depression as well. And, you know, it used to drive me crazy because, like, you know, my dad in particular, he'd, like, save everything. But... You know, it was this mentality where you save stuff and then you turn it into something else.
1: Yeah, well, you know, like Mike's wife, I kept lumber and extra lumber and all that right. stuff, and she'd say, "I don't care, just we 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 need the space, throw it away." And I'd say, "I'm the last time we did that, I said I'm gonna throw whatever away, and then when we need whatever, I'm gonna go out and spend coin. I'm gonna take it out of." You your cut of our household money. Okay, I'm good with that, sure enough. I threw away about three truckloads of, of lumber. It wasn't a week, and something came up, and we needed, and she stood and looked at me, and without she just handed me, handed me the money, because she knew, and because we both knew, well, we had that in the basement or in the garage, and we wouldn't have been spending money. And I, and of course, I was so angry I couldn't even talk because it was going to be several hundred dollars. And I don't remember what it was, but something really jacked up in our house. And she didn't say a word. So after that, uh, I started when I'd store whatever. Rather than bitch about it, she'd go put it in a way that you know, she wouldn't like where I put her house stacked. She, she wouldn't say nothing to me. She'd go handle it herself. Uh, but I would tell but see, her dad owned the grocery store. So, like when they wanted something for dinner, the, the whatever day, uh, they'd just go to the store and get it, and bring it home because it'd always be fresh. Right. With uh, we it, well, I had a grocery store at one point in my life, but um, I don't shop like that. You know, I, I got I, I had like eight fifty-five gallon barrels, I'd put down in my basement, and to store water in. And uh, she bitched about it. And I said, well, you know, you asked me how I started prepping. I guess I'll answer the question now. Is uh, we had an electrical storm come through Knoxville, Tennessee, where I live. And it knocked the power out for two weeks. We lost everything in the refrigerator, the freezers. Because I didn't know, really. I mean, you can go out and buy a generator. It didn't really occur to me. And what's really sad is I used to be a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout and all that. You know, always be prepared was the motto, and I was not prepared, and we lost big time. So, do I have a generator now? Yep. Am I? I can power my fifth wheel, and I live in a fifth wheel. Uh, I, I think mine's like fifty-five hundred watts, so I can power a couple fifth wheels and probably part of a household uh now problem is like when i started prepping you know uh my wife could see the point in it but she's like well don't spend a lot of money you start prepping it's a lot of money yeah and it becomes a buying.
0: a lifestyle and you know like you said it, it becomes a sickness after a while
1: well you like so I, I started looking at generators i thought well, i could buy a little one to run my freezer but if i'm gonna run my freezer I should be able to run my refrigerator, yeah, but for a little extra quality. coin,
0: you could have the uh, yeah. other generator.
1: Yeah, and they got to—I was standing in Lowe's and Home Depot and stuff, and and I looked at the Generac, and like now you're talking coin, but I wanted something that was mobile, and I, I mine's fifty-five hundred watts. The next one up was like sixty-two hundred watts or something, and but it was going to cost me a hundred and a quarter more to to gain that little bit. And I stopped where I did at 5,500. And like where, so my fifth wheel uh, basically run off of 50 amps. Um, So where I live, there's a a couple across from me, they've got uh, a fifth wheel, and I can run an extension cord to them. I can power them and I can power me. And I got a neighbor uh, that has a house, and I could probably do their freezer and refrigerator you know uh probably i don't know for sure but probably and so I, I i in a sense i i feel like I accomplished something because I can help two other couples plus myself but you're right it is a sickness and 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 if you are serious see a lot of people start going to the dollar store well technically you're prepping but really you're throwing money away because anything you go buy at the dollar store is not going to really work. But you've got something, and then once you realize, okay, I spent a dollar. Now I'm going to step up to the ten dollar mark, or the you know. But in reality, we're talking about hundreds of dollars.
0: It snowballs
1: It does, and then. So I'm a city boy. I've always wanted to live in the country, and uh, I got a divorce. And that's not why I got a divorce, but. We, we separated, and I moved straight to the country. And that's a learning curve. That is a huge curve from city to country. I'll tell you real quick. And I've always heard people in the country are God-fearing good people. That's a lot. There's as many liars, thieves in the country as you'll run into in the city. And what I mean by that is they know you're not from here, and they can sell you garbage, and you think you're getting something. And I've run into a lot of that, and there's two prices uh, to everything. The price for the people that live here and the dumbass that just moved here. And unfortunately, that's true. Of course, they won't own up to that, but it's the truth. And I've told some to their face. I've told some very religious people, uh, you know, you realize you're going to hell for this. You're, I mean, you're blatantly stealing. You know, you're not making an extra dollar. You're screwing somebody. And I would tell you who, but y'all wouldn't know. But I, I had a, uh, I, I talked to a contractor about pouring a concrete pad for me. And I called somebody in Knoxville, and of course everything costs more in Knoxville than in little towns. And I said, "What, what should I be paying, and what is too much?" And they said, "You should pay six grand, but if they charge you eight, they're screwing you." And this guy quoted me twelve G's. Damn. And I told him, I, I said, "You know." And, and and not all. I'm not gonna say what religion, because uh, there's a group of people up here that are good people and that I love to death. But and then there's there's scumbags. And and I told the guy. I said, you know, I said I'm all about a man making profit, but just not off of me all at one time. I said I, you know. But he was driving a a fifty thousand dollar newly diesel four wheel drive, and I said, well, I know how you bought it now by robbing people you're charging me double what it should be i mean i offered to frame it up pour the gravel all he had to do is come in pour the creek and level it out and he tried to charge me double because he knew i wasn't from here and um, i won't tell you what i told him but it wasn't nice but uh yeah so there's there's bad in the country too so you you know uh you kind of have to know what you're doing, and and you're gonna you're gonna screw yourself. There's no doubt. Uh, it's the difference in lifestyle and what you you know you're you're bringing your city thoughts to the country, and you might as well chuck that right now. It, it just don't work. So there, there there's there's good and bad, but people that live in the city, uh, we both know you live in the city, and anything goes down, you're gonna die. Period you're not getting out this you know people say well we're we're gonna cordon off our city block and we're gonna do okay well you do that unless you're gonna put up a fence or a wall around your city block 10 or 12 of you heavily armed ain't gonna work right you know, it's just not and uh you know when you stop to have a sandwich break or whatever somebody gonna come get yours so there's no perfect solution. There's no perfect solution. But there, But as I say that, somebody's saying, see, I told you. There are things you can do, but staying in the city ain't it. You need to vacate and, and get your little piece of land. And you don't need 50 acres. You, you can live on five. got to be smart, but you can live on five and, and have a good life if you want it. If you're willing to work for it, you can, you can have a good life.
0: So my net my well I guess my last question on uh, prepping uh, relates to health and you know we don't have to talk about this oh, you, yeah. we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to but uh, my question is that and you brought up James Yeager earlier and yeah um, you know he he passed away like last year I believe and from it's what's, been a few months yeah. What's publicly known, I guess, is he had ALS, is what I understand. Um, I don't know much more than that. Yeah, I just know from what I read online. And, uh, you know, because you knew him and because you've recently gone through uh, some medical procedures as well as some medical scares, um, Mm -hmm. how did the death of someone you knew impact you and you know did it cause you to reflect on you know your current health
1: well i'd like to say it did it did not uh i'm at the age though for people you don't die and and but i'm fortunately but unfortunately for me i'm the youngest of four so as i was coming up aunts and uncles and grandparents all mine are gone my parents are gone. My aunts and uncles are gone. Of course, my grandparents have been gone for years. Uh, and now people I know are starting to die. Jaeger, uh, he had uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. And from what I understand, Lou Gehrig's disease either starts at your feet or at your head. If you're going to have it, you'd prefer it to start at your feet because, you know, uh, as your body stops working, better to sacrifice your legs. You know, you're going to end up in a chair. Uh he started at his head. And, you know, I, he kind of sounded like that fat tongue, you know. His speech started going. and bless his heart. And, and I mean that in a good way. Uh, I liked Jaeger. Jaeger was a good man. Jaeger had his faults, but he was a good man. And unfortunately for me, I wanted to go down and see him. Now he lives he lived in Camden, Tennessee i live i mean it's a hall it's like five or six hour drive and he said, "Well, I don't do visits and i I understand now what he meant at the time. I took it the wrong way, and we had some shitty words between us uh, he thought I was being one way, and I thought he's being another and and neither one of us was right uh I, I so appreciated his friendship. I did. Uh I met him at the Flying J up here in Crossville. I, I was I pulled up and uh I saw this guy and I thought, man, that looks just like Jaeger. And I went to look at his tats on his arms, and this guy had on underarm or long sleeves. And I couldn't see his arms because he's got he's all tatted up. And I said, Excuse me, sir, can I ask you the time? And as soon as he opened his mouth, I said, You're Jaeger. And he said, I am. And I said, well, I'm Prepper Rabbit. I do YouTube. I said, my channel's nowhere near the size of yours. And we got to talking. But see, that was when I first got up here. And I was very—I still very sick from my blood clots. I had—I didn't realize how sick I was then. I, I should have died those first couple of years I was here. I, I, had, I pl- had plenty of opportunities to die. and uh, And I got to talking to him. And I could tell he was, a, he was a genuinely good person. Now, people will say what they want about Jaeger. Uh, and then a lot of it's true. Uh, a lot of stuff people say about him is true. But we all have faults. None of us are perfect. He, I I truly believe, he, he tried to be a, as good a person as he could be. uh But we all fall short. None of us uh, measure up to what other people think. We just don't. And that's okay. And um, when Yeager got sick, I I did. I prayed for the man. And uh, I hate that he died the way he died. That sucked. It just sucked. And and it sucks for his family. And I, I hate it. I, I I truly hate it. I don't do a lot of videos about Jaeger because people say, "Oh, you're you're trying to get views or whatever," and yeah, a lot you're of people trying get. to
0: get clout or whatever.
1: Yeah, and I I did one video and I said uh, for my subscribers, I don't remember exactly, but I I said James Jaeger has passed away, and uh, and I pretty much just let it go at like that, and and I didn't I don't talk about him, and I'm not trying. I, because I don't want to be disrespectful, and what kills me, personally, um, is the way we, our last words to each other. Now, he kind of blasted me, and I ripped him right back, and uh, and I will. I mean, if you, if he if he so, so at me, I'm gonna sling it back. But he thought I was being selfish, and maybe I was a little bit. I I, I just want, but I want to go down. Take him to lunch, or just have a ten-minute conversation with a man and shake his hand and thank him for his friendship. Really, truthfully, that's all I wanted. And uh, he said, "Well, all I'm doing is working and spending time with my family." And I said, "Okay, I get it. It's all about the Benjamin's. He's working, you know, and that's all I meant when I said it. I wouldn't be the smart ass for nothing." And man, he ripped me, and then I turned out ripped him right back because he didn't want. He didn't want pity, and I understand that. And I said, "Well, you know," I said, "I don't, I don't know how to talk to you. I, you, you don't want anybody to, you don't want any pity." But I mean, Jaeger you had when you're dealing with Yeager, you had kind of had to have thick skin. I mean, he'd bust your balls. So I just turned around and just ripped him right back. And I thought, well, he won't take it. You know, I'm, I'm trying to.
0: Well, he was he want. was going through obviously a, yeah. a really terrible time and you know, you kind of experienced a little bit of that yourself recently, you know, oh, because sure. I mean, you even told me you're like, "Hey, if you know, don't tell yeah. me it's going to be fine or everything's cool, yeah. you know, or I'm going to hang up." And yeah, yeah, you know, so I mean, you. I get it. No one wants to hear I guess yeah. platitudes, you know. So.
1: Well, you, uh, between my blood clots, and the last five or six years of my life, it's been a struggle. It has. And bless your heart, you, you'll say to me, um, "Oh man, everything's gonna be all right." I just think, "Shut the fuck up." Excuse my French. I don't want to hear it. I mean, like, dude, like, you're you're not you don't live this right today. To, well, today when you called, you said, "How's your day?" It's it's been a rough one. Um. Uh, there's days I I have good days and then there's days just whip my ass and when and what's sad uh well like well Jaeger good thing is he had a whole a a support group his family and when I say this I'm not saying poor pitiful me but when you when you're single and you're sick it sucks I promise it sucks and uh I'm thankful that I can sleep at least if I'm asleep, I'm not thinking about, it, you know? So um, what
0: do you think? Uh, what do you think the future holds for you as well as uh, you know, doing content on your channel?
1: I'm never, I am never going to get back on the schedule again. <clears throat> I don't, I, you're right. I use this therapy. Um, the only way I would, be a legit YouTuber Guinness if I was getting paid coin uh, because then it would make it worthwhile uh, but YouTube screws content creators uh, they take over uh, it's right at half or over half of the income and they don't do anything but provide the platform
0: I mean if you're just starting mm-hmm. out though I mean is it even worth oh, it yeah, to is it yeah, even sure. worth it to start on YouTube or is it better to go well, try your luck at like rumble or something?
1: Are you trying to make money, or are you trying to put out content? Well, some people. Put out content, well, I think some people out. are
0: trying to make money at it. Eventually, I think.
1: Well, if you've got titties, or you're going to be naked, or you're going to sell sex, yeah, you're going to make money. Uh, if you, most guys, I'm just gonna tell you, what, if you're a guy and you're trying to put out content to make money, uh, you better off to go get a job because it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. I'm being honest now. If you're a hot chick and You're showing this or that. Yeah, you're going to make money because men are dogs. I I, I say this. I said this. I might have said it. uh, I did. I said it on something. I I was uploading a video. Um, Chicks that have OnlyFans pages, they sell feet pics, they sell dirty undergarments. Why? Because men are dogs and stupid. And that's how they make their money. It's it's sad, but it's true, and it's the men's fault. Men are, create, I said, men are created to do three things. Eat, sleep, sex. That's all we care about. Oil and peace, peace and quiet, but eat, sleep, and sex. And if you follow one of them three categories, you you, you can hold our attention. We're, I don't care. Look, you can be 12- or 62 the only difference between a 12 year old and a 62 year old male is income and your vocabulary gets bigger outside of that we're still 12 boobies that's all we care about that's it cheeseburgers boobies okay well you know, are pizza tacos I mean you, you can feed us three things and hold our attention uh and and we get to have a nap, we're good.
0: We can be uh simple creatures at times.
1: We, we can be. We <laughs> are <laughs> right. Can be my ass. Come on. There there's a chick that does, and I just recently ran across her. Coco Coma. She's on TikTok. Uh. I don't know who that is. Uh, she. I don't. Played I, I don't watch TikTok.
0: I have friends that.
1: Oh, I love
0: TikTok. Do it, but I know. Well, yeah, you I do know. it too, right? You have a TikTok. Oh yeah,
1: I love there. it. I, lo- I love the animal videos. I do. I like watching the dogs. But see, as uh, for people that don't know me in real life, I am a whole lot more mellow than I used to be. But I'm a prick. I am. I just that's my personality. I'm a very friendly prick, but I'm a prick. Uh,
0: I know that's why I made I'm that like- "bless your heart" sound effect.
1: Oh yeah. So um uh, I love animals. I hate people. I truly hate people, uh, but I love animals. so and I send you stuff from time to time, and it's always animal related, is it not?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: I, it's rare that I'll send you anything but and ducks and 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 bunny rabbits and dogs, I, I find that humorous. Uh, people I cannot stand. Uh, I'm very friendly, and I can talk to a fence post, I know, but I hate people. I'm kind of screwed up that way, but uh, people are shit. People are horrible. Animals are just doing what animals do. And I would sit, I can go sit and watch deer eat grass all day long and feel like I've been somewhere before I would go to a party, a concert. I don't want to be around them. I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm a social I'm an anti-social, social social person. Uh, I like who I like. I just don't like that many people. And, I, you know, if you know me for any length of time, I'd take my shirt off my back to help somebody. Uh, But the thing about it is, in my my mind, there's more liars, scammers. Social media today, uh, of course, my name, like, if you find me on social media, I, I, now... Uh, me personally, my my government name is not on anything. It's not, and I do that on purpose. But uh, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Truth Social, Trump's thing. YouTube. And I think I'm on Clapper, and I don't use Clapper, but I've got it. Uh, I'm on other social media that. Daddy Rabbit's not on. I've got another bogus name and I'm not going to give that information out cuz I don't want it I I I do it for my fun. So, I'm not I'm not the rabbit. Uh I enjoy it. I don't have to I don't have to So, uh, what oh, so Instagram and it, I guess it's the new thing. Um and TikTok. Some chick will say, "Hey, you know, I saw your name," or they'll start, and in about six or seven messages back and forth, you know, right then you're you're dealing with a scammer, a gold digger, and they all have the same similar story, and and I let them quote money, and then I report them so they lose their account, because uh, I don't like scammers and liars, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm on. <sighs> Let's see what. I'm on Instagram. Yeah, I think I named them all. Uh, there might be something else I'm on. I just don't use it. But uh, right, uh, I use the my main thing is uh, as far as Daddy Rabbit is YouTube, and I've got a um, Instagram page. But you know, if you send me a decent message, you'll get a, a decent response. If you're a troll or an a hole, I'll just block you. I don't care. Uh, but Everything else I've got under a a bogus name. Like, I don't have Facebook. Anybody, listen, if you've got a Facebook, you're a moron. And that's, I'm just telling you the truth. Every Fed, every law enforcement agency, if you're worried about being tracked, don't be on Facebook. And once they've got you, it doesn't matter where you go, they're tracking you. And I'll just tell you this right now if you own a smartphone, and we all own one, you can even put your phone on airplane mode. You're still getting, they're still, you're still pinging towers. That that thing listens to you nonstop, nonstop. Uh, there is a phone out now, and if I knew the uh, – if I had the web address, I'd tell you what to go get. But uh, there's some uh, Green Berets that uh, – or sales that did a phone, and it can't be tracked. And
0: hmm, – I didn't know God,
1: that. Well, well see, well, I hadn't told you. Yeah, I think no, I exactly. sent you the link. I think I sent you the link, and you just did not look because you're a – Snooty little snob, but
0: yeah, I um, guess so. That sounds like something I'd do.
1: Yeah, well, didn't do that. You don't need it. <laughs> so, uh, if I had the money right now, I'd buy their phone because, uh, I, you know, I'm pretty boring. I mean, don't do me wrong. I mean, I I know what Pornhub is. I mean, I'm not a saint by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I still don't want somebody looking at what I'm looking at. You know. I like silk underwear, I, you know. then Why does somebody need to know I like silk underwear? I really don't, but I'm just saying. I
0: don't know. You brought it up.
1: Well, I know, but that's the kind you wear.
0: <laughs>
1: be good. I'm trying my uh, best to be good, yeah. so don't take don't me take No, me you, you really... know,
0: you've made it. We're at an hour and 28 minutes, and you, you've you managed to church it up this whole time. I'm really proud of you. You've done have it, gone, you,
1: have, you have, have done no a good
0: problem.
1: job. I'm, I'm struggling.
0: No, you, you, you've so done well.
1: Yeah. But well, I, I, I,
0: I, th- I think that's probably a, a good point for us to wrap it up then, and perhaps we can do this again.
1: Well, probably should, because I think you didn't ask me about half the questions that you were going to ask.
0: Well, what I did is I jotted down a bunch of stuff that... Um, that was thought, boring. Well, well, maybe for you, because you've talked about it before, but maybe not for other people, but... Sure. You know, you got to let the conversation kind of go where it's going to go, right?
1: You, you do. And I, I'll tell you, for your first podcast, you've done really good. And folks, for y'all that don't know, I ride him like a cheap suit because he's got really good content, but his delivery sucks. How dare you. How dare I? <laughs> See, this, hold on. This, hold this, on. Yeah.
0: Hold on. Here it comes.
1: Well, bless your heart. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, huh? And, and uh, this probably won't make it because he'll he'll edit all this out. No, I'm going to leave it
0: all. I'm I'm not editing anything. It all stays.
1: Uh, I tell him all the time, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. And he does. He scripts everything, and <clears throat> uh, he slows his content down. And I tell him all the time, you got to speed it up. You got like like when we talk on the phone. I tell him all the time, if you'll do a video like we talk on the phone, I said you'll blow up. Because he's great. Uh, Now, when I talk to him about comms, he talks over my head, and I know that. But I, I try to hang out with people that are smarter than me, and he's, and and in that aspect, he is smarter than I am. And he's got great content. Oh, let me. You, you
0: earned that twenty bucks I gave you. Well done,
1: dude. You should be paying me for this. I didn't. I didn't drop the f bomb. I've behaved. I haven't said anything's going to get you kicked off of Spotify. Yeah, not yet.
0: <laughs> Dude, my, head, my head's
1: hurting. I've been so good. But I, I want to plug somebody's channel. Do it to it. Uh, I, I, so I'm going to do it. So if y'all will go to YouTube, it's TG space IF. TG space IF. And this chick, I, I've known her for a long time. Uh, she's one of my very first subscribers. Uh She lives, I guess I can say her state. She lives in Washington State, and she's got kick-ass content. She's super funny. Uh, She's just a normal person. Now, for the trolls, you probably don't want to go down that road because she's related to the man, and they'll come knock on your door if you say something ignorant. But she's got good content, and uh, like one, one video, and it's disgusting, she cooked cow's tongue. And if you like that, there's something wrong with you in the head. I'm just telling you, if you can eat a cow's tongue, you can eat dead butthole out of rhinoceros. It's
0: Neither a of those are my jam. No.
1: Mm-hmm. I just, oh, she had two tongues. And uh, she was telling me, what well, was good content? I said, that was disgusting. Yeah, that was gross. Like I started watching that and turned it off. <laughs> it, uh, but well, if you're offended,
0: then it must have been pretty bad.
1: Well, I, look, I'm not going to eat tongue, brains, heart or liver of anything. And uh to me, if, if you're gonna eat tongue, you might as well eat butthole too. Because I'm pretty sure cows stick all kinds of nasty stuff in their mouth. And it has to come out their butt. So you might as well eat both ends if you're gonna eat it. And uh and to me that's just gross. Jesus, I'm gonna have to uh, edit
0: this, aren't I? Yeah, you know, have to edit this part. But, uh, just gone off TG's, the rails. It's fine.
1: Well I did TG space <laughs> IF and uh the chick she's got good content if she had shitty content I would say she had shitty content, but uh she's you know done a lot of videos on waterfalls and things that people will enjoy uh and I wouldn't i would- and i I've had people ask me to you know plug their channel and if your content is shit, I'm not gonna do it because it reflects on me too, you know but uh she's got good content and and you subbed her i you know I, I did uh uh you know i i kick now his regular channel i've said many times on my channel and i and i brag on him uh he I, i'll be honest for the people that hear this he's dumber than dirt but terrence knows a lot about radios so if you want to know about comms he's your man and he does it and he really i think you do an excellent job that at, 20 bucks is
0: going to turn into a 10 spot I'm telling
1: you dude I'm telling you, well you know uh as much as I've had to uh, edit myself, you, you should be paying me a grand. You've done a like, wonderful, um,
0: wonderful job.
1: But I'm but we're we're winding this up, so if you cut it out, I, you know that's on you. But if, if you want to know about comms, uh, Parson Comms Group uh, is where to go. And then, honest to goodness, when he puts up a video, and oh, by the way, I saw what you posted on Instagram, uh, uh, the Radio Rack. I i looked at it. And, uh, it was good. That's what I want, actually. I'm sure that's why you sent it to me. Uh, but, uh, as long as you're not a Star Wars fan, you're good on this channel. Uh, so yeah, I could talk, I could, I could go another hour easy. Uh, we didn't cover a lot of the stuff that I thought we were going to cover, but, uh, as far as your first podcast, I think you've done an excellent job. So,
0: Well, thank you, sir. And seriously, though, I know we you know, give each other a lot of shit, but thank you for doing this. Thanks for taking time out of your day to do it. And uh, like I said, maybe we'll do this again. We'll see what happens. And to anyone listening, thank you for uh, joining. And uh, I guess that's all for now. All
1: right, brother. Well, you have a blessed night. is a signal broadcasting every second of every day through our television sets. Mark my words.
0: AI is far more, more dangerous than it's science and technology are propelling us forward at accelerating rates. Engine's throttling up, three engines now at 104%.